Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you are struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. What I want to talk with you about today is you do not need to hit rock bottom, quote unquote, to get sober. You know what I mean? A lot of people say that you need to hit rock bottom. You need to uh, experience extreme amounts of pain uh, in order to get sober. You need to hit an ultimate low. And I don't necessarily believe that. I do believe that you do need to experience discomfort and some sort of pain um, in the sense of there needs to be a reason for change. And a lot of times that comes in the form of pain because if things were going so great and shit was so sweet, why would you want to get sober to begin with? So no doubt about it, there needs to be some level of pain and enough pain to want to make a change because you are uncomfortable with the way that your addiction is playing out, right? So we can all agree on that. But what I don't believe is that you need to hit absolute rock bottom uh, in order for you to make a change. Um, and I mean, I guess, I guess you could really make the argument that everybody's, everybody's bottom is different, right? So you could really make the argument that whatever it takes in order for an individual to get sober, that is their rock bottom. But I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that you do not need to become homeless. You do not need to lose your job. Uh, you do not have to be an individual that loses their family or loved ones or a relationship you do not need to be broke or steal or be at your absolute wit's end. Um, you do not need to be on the verge of becoming bankrupt, right? So all of these scenarios, all of these things that um, a lot of people believe they need to get to this point in order to get sober, it's not true. But what does need to happen is you do need to get to some sort of emotional bottom. You need to get to the point where you say, I'm fucking tired of this shit. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. I do not want to live this way anymore because it is clearly not working for me. Although at one point it probably did, right? There is a reason why we drink and use drugs. And it is because it soothes some type of pain point within ourselves. Whether you realize that or not, that is the truth. That is the 100% the truth that we use and we drink because it solves some type of problem. And that problem is pain. Pain leads to addiction and addiction leads to more pain. So the thing is, is when we first start using and drinking, it's, it doesn't cause pain right away. It creates relief. It creates relief from whatever it is that is ailing us. And it works for a little while. Matter of fact, it might work for a long time. But eventually, it stops doing what it did in the beginning. Eventually, we need more in order to feel that same effect, that same feeling that we did, uh, what we did a month or two ago. You know what I mean? And eventually, we need more than that. And eventually, even that isn't enough. And we get to this point where we realize that I'm just using and drinking just to escape, just to get by just to feel well, just to be able to function like a normal human being. 
and go figure that, right? You need drugs and alcohol to be able to function. How the fuck does that work? You know what I mean? Like to the normal individual, it doesn't even make sense. But when you are an addict or an alcoholic, you know exactly what that feeling is like. Because eventually our addiction gets so ruthless and it just gets so far down the path that we need it just to feel like we are normal. And that is, my friend, the point of no return. You know what I'm saying? And when I mean no return, I, you know at that point that you are not well. You know at that point that you have a serious problem, but you cannot escape that cycle on your own. You know what I mean? Because if you could escape that cycle on your own, you would have done it already. You know, it's not as easy as just hitting a button and, and uh, or flipping a switch in your mind and things all of a sudden start to change and you are no longer an addict or an alcoholic. It takes a long time to get to that point, but when you are at that point, you feel hopeless, helpless, and you don't know where to turn. You don't feel like there is uh, light at the end of the tunnel. You don't feel like sobriety is an option. And to be honest with you, in a weird way, this is exactly, uh, this is exactly the place where we all need to get emotionally I don't mean tolerance-wise. I'm not talking about how much you drink or how much you use. But, but that feeling, that feeling of despair, desperation, pain, and suffering, these emotions that feel negative in the moment, they are actually the key to your freedom and sobriety in a really weird way. And you don't see it as that in the moment. You know what I mean? It's impossible to really see it that way because you feel like absolute shit and you feel like your world is collapsing. You might still have a good job. You might still have the family. You might still have the dog that's barking and things seem good on the outside and you might have a nice car, but emotionally you feel like you're rotting inside. And this is the point where we all need to get to, to some degree, and, our, and everyone's pain threshold is different, so it can vary from person to person, but we all need to get to this point emotionally where you're like, man, this clearly is not working anymore. And although this used to be a solution for me, and this used to work out in my favor, and it used to give me some temporary relief, it is clearly not doing so anymore. And that, my friends, is called the, the gift of desperation. That gift of desperation is a bottom that we all need to hit to some degree. Some type of pain needs to lead us to recovery. Think about it, right? If things were going so great, think about when drinking and using was just blissful and nothing was really problematic and you didn't really have to suffer the consequences of your actions. That time is when things seem all... Uh, all gravy, all sweet and dandy, you know? And the problem is, is we gravitate towards that feeling. We latch onto that feeling. And that feeling is what leads to our downfall because we are addicts. We are alcoholics. We want more. One is too many and a thousand is never enough. Which means, once I start, I cannot stop. That's it. Once I start, there is no having a few and hanging out. Once I have one, that switch is turned off in my head and it's all I could focus on no matter how bad uh, I don't want to focus on drinking or drugging. I don't get that choice. You know what I'm saying? We do get to choose the first one, but once we have that first one, it's over. 
It's all I'm thinking about. It's all that's on my mind. And so obviously as our addiction develops and it becomes worse, um, we don't stay in that quote-unquote blissful period where everything is sweet. It can only go in one direction and it, it is not up because it becomes the answer to eventually all of our problems. So the good news is, is that you don't have to lose everything in order to get to this place. And the good news is, is that you get to choose when your bottom is. You get to choose when you've had enough. You get to choose when you come to the point and you realize, I can't do this shit anymore because it's clearly not working out for me. Now, my bottom was pretty severe. My bottom was, um, was as, as bad as you really can get. Um, and I was as close to death as I possibly could be without actually dying. Um, you know, I was on the verge of homelessness, living in a really shitty area um, with a needle in my arm. And I really did not think I could get sober. I didn't have any long-term plans of getting sober. I mean, the concept alone didn't even make sense to me. I had times of, of sobriety. Don't get me wrong. I had nine months sober. Um, just about, what was it, four, four, six months beforehand, whatever the case may be. Um, but I was not fulfilled. I, I, I was not, I don't even want to use the word happy, but I guess at that time you could say I was very unhappy with sobriety. So I didn't believe that sobriety was, was really a possibility for me. It seemed like a, it seemed like a mystical figure. You know, something that I just couldn't obtain. I knew that other people had it, but I just didn't think I was capable of having it. However, um, you know, I also knew that the direction I was going in was absolutely unbearable. I realized that here I am at 20 years old and whatever I'm doing, it's clearly not working. And my fucking choices were leading me to the grave, were leading me to despair and uh, and distress. And, um, I, I couldn't live with myself anymore. It's crazy. I, uh, when I was sober, I wanted to get high. And when I was high, I wanted to get sober. I just was constantly living in this, uh, this space of discontent and irritability, no matter what. And that's what bottom feels like, you know? A lot of people live in this, you could live in this bottom for a long time. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what I'm trying to say. You really do get to choose when your bottom is. And you got to be willing to think outside the box just a little bit and reach out for help in order to, to get sober. But it doesn't have to be a certain thing. It doesn't have to be a certain event. It just needs to be a certain level of desperation where you're willing to try something else. And that is what happened to me, you know? Um, the, you know, there were times in my life where I clearly, I knew I had a problem. I knew that I was a fucking addict. I knew that I could not get out of my own way and I was not capable of making good, healthy decisions for myself, but I was not willing to try something else. So what really did it? I think for me, it was the accumulation of all the shit that I had been through in my life. All of it. From everything from when I was younger uh, to where I was at that time in my life 
on the verge of homelessness. And I, I just came to the realization where, you, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm 20 years old and uh, I can't even buy a legal drink yet, but I feel like, I feel like I'm dying. I feel like an old man. I feel um, just spiritless and empty. And I feel like there is no youthfulness to me. And I'm just supposedly entering my prime years at 20 years old. And I'm supposed to be, by normal people's standards, going in uh, the right direction in my life. And I'm supposed to be... um, moving towards something. I didn't know what that was, but I was supposed to be doing more than what I was doing. I certainly wasn't supposed to be feeling the way that I was, but I was. <laughs> and I was feeling really shitty about myself. And I didn't have faith that things were going to turn around, but I also lost faith in using drugs being the answer for me. I lost faith in that. It wasn't that I had faith I could get sober. And that was going to be the answer. But I did lose faith that using drugs was going to be the answer either. You know, I knew that that wasn't the case for me. So if I knew that in my heart, I knew that I had to change something. And the only thing that ever got me to that conclusion was fucking pain. You know what I'm saying? You could be listening to this right now and you and you might be... Um, you don't necessarily need to be on the verge of homelessness and you don't need to lose all these things and be broke and, and, uh, be basically jobless and lose relationships and all these things. You don't have to do that. You don't have to be in that position, but you might be able to relate to exactly how I was feeling in that moment. If you lose faith that the drinking or the drugs is a real uh, uh, solution for you in your life, if you come to the realization that, that obviously this shit is not working for me anymore, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep holding on to this when it's clearly not working? Why am I ignoring all of these negative consequences in my life that are like being uh, driven by my addiction? Why am I ignoring these things? If you can relate to that, then guess what? You are at bottom. You know, you don't have to uh, keep going. Put the fucking shovel down. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to keep digging because it only goes lower. But the good news is, is that you get to choose your bottom. So if you, if you can relate to this and you do get to the point where you're like, well, I know that this doesn't work and I know that I have a real problem. I know that I'm a sick one. (laughs) and that I need to try something different, guess what? It's time. It's time for you to get sober. It's time for you to get help. It's time for you to reach out and do something different. Because if you continue doing the same shit, you're going to continue getting the same results over and over and over and over again. You keep doing the same thing, you will continue to get the same results. If you want something different, you got to be something different. And if you want to be something different, you got to choose different things. You got to take different actions and take advice from people who have been there before. You know, change is scary and it causes a lot of fear. It causes a lot of internal chaos, but I'm telling you, it's not going to match the chaos that you're, that you're dealing with now in your addiction. You're just used to the addiction. You're just used to that type of chaos. You know what I'm saying? So... 
I, uh, I, know, I know that change is scary because we need consistency as human beings. But I promise you that, the, uh, that sobriety will give you a life beyond what you can even imagine and think is possible for you. I'm telling you, I'm experiencing it right now. You know, uh, being a, an owner of a facility and, and being able to help people and make content, like, I'm no different than anybody else. I was, I was fucked up just like everybody else, man. I'm nothing special, nothing at all. There's people that uh, have way more severe, uh, uh, crazier stories than me. And there's people that, you know, were able to do a lot more with a lot less. You know what I'm saying? I also know if I could get sober, you can too. So, you know, I hope that uh, if you can relate to this, just realize that there is a really good life for you in recovery. And uh, even if you can't see it, even if you can't imagine it, you don't have to. You don't have to have faith in that. Just have faith that I have faith because I've been exactly where you're at, you know? So listen, if you are struggling with addiction, you could reach out to my direct line. Uh, it's time, right? So uh, you could reach out to me at 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. If you could relate to this message and, uh, you know, and you appreciate uh, the podcast, I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you could rate this podcast and share it. Uh, with someone else um, because I don't run ads. I don't do anything like that. So the only way for this to really grow and get out there is for um, people to rate the podcast and share it with friends and family who might be struggling because it could save a life, you know. So uh, much love. I will see you on the next one.